When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday. We're 22 days away from the NFL draft and only one day away from the release of the Cheesehead TV Pro Football Draft Guide. That's right. Today is your last day. Get it, people, at the pre-sale price of $12.99 right now, cheeseheadtv.com. Go there. On the right side of the page, you'll see a link to the pre-sale page. Do it, people. Get educated. Get yourself ready for the draft in these next 22 days. You're going to love it. You're going to absorb all of the knowledge from all of these fine folks who have been working away for the last few weeks putting this thing together. It's amazing. You're going to love it. Be sure you do it. Last day to get the pre-sale price. So do that, folks. Good morning to everybody in the comment section. Good to see everybody mixing it up. All right. Of course, Dennis is here. Good morning, Dennis. I hope you're doing well, Michael. There was a report the Packers wanted a first and a player for Adams. Wonder what player they wanted. Michael, I did see that from the athletic earlier this morning until both sides realized, oh, wait, that's right. The rules say we can't trade a franchise tag player uh, for picks and a player that have to be just for picks. But as for what player it was, that's something that I'm sure will come out in time over the uh, course of these next few weeks and months. Someone will have it. But I would guess, uh, if I had to guess, I'd say Darren Waller. It would be uh, Gutekunst shooting for the moon. But I, I don't doubt that there's no way the Raiders would have gone for that. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. Cranky Pats or Franks, have a great day. Go Pack Go. Oh, wow. I mean, you got to go with Franks. Come on. This, is this really a question? I mean, I understand there's allegiances and what have you, but it's got to be Franks. Come on. Uh, <laughs> have I disappeared for saying he didn't like sauerkraut? No, no. Look, at Cheesehead TV, we allow our, our creators and our producers and everybody who's associated with the brand to be who they are. You know, the public flogging is enough. There's no need for us to weigh in on his personal preferences when it comes to food or any other uh, preferences he may have throughout his throughout his life i will say this though that tweet that went completely viral yesterday with everybody saying what takes they had about food um that would get them canceled or whatever you know 
I understand. Like everybody's got a thing. Everybody's got something that probably a lot of other people don't like or don't get or whatever. Man, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I just, you do you dig what you dig. That's all. That's it. It's pretty simple. Jason, thank you for the super chat. Hey, bags. I mean, nags. Shit. Do you think AJ Dillon will sign a long-term deal in the future? I've never seen someone run the ball like him, except maybe Derrick Henry. And I love the pride he has for our team. Jason, yeah, I think it'll be interesting once it's time, uh, probably next offseason, to start talking extension with AJ. I suspect, um, this is just a guess on my part, but I think there's a good chance the Packers move on from Aaron Jones next offseason, and that will undoubtedly embolden AJ's camp. Um, But yeah, I do think they will work hard to keep AJ in the fold. I think, as you state, he is a singularly unique runner, uh, and he's a underrated pass catcher. And I do think he's really worked to, you know, obviously kind of ingratiate himself into the community into the green Bay area to our County, obviously. Um, but yeah, I would, I would suspect, I mean, we're a ways away from this. Uh, we've got a whole season to go, but I do think they will, they will treat him like a core player. One of their core guys that they want to lock up. Now it's always tricky at running back. And that's, you know, just, positionally value wise um definitely definitely tricky but i do think they will make him a priority but they got they got a lot of stuff to do before they get there uh robin what's up man thanks for the super chat just saying hi hello hope you're doing well across the pond buddy i hope to see you at uh, happy hour later tonight patreon happy hour this evening 6 p.m eastern hour later than normal 6 p.m eastern people so robin maybe i don't see you because it's too late but i hope i hope to see everybody there Patreon happy hour tonight. It's going to be a good time. Tyler, good morning. How are you? Thanks for the super chat. Oh, yes. FYI, Daily Pod's not fitting on Apple since Thursday. I know. We are aware of it. it we are working on changing hosts. It's a whole rigmarole. I apologize. Um, they should be resuming on those same feeds, um, hopefully within the next day or two. Uh, but, yes, we are aware of it. Thank you, Tyler, for the heads up. Um, I've had a couple of people reach out. I talked to a couple of people on Twitter last night. Um, we do know that that is, is happening, and we are in the process of hopefully getting it corrected by the end of the week. Eric, the more I see these massive wide receiver contracts like Diggs this morning, the more I believe Goody will try to trade for one and instead not try to trade for one and instead draft multiple. I mean, that's, you know, makes a world of sense in the, uh, with the idea of getting cheap talent, right? Getting cheap labor, so to speak. I mean, these wide receiver contracts, uh, as you state, Stefan Diggs signing a monster extension this morning. Um, you certainly want to uh, get as many young, talented pass catchers as you can on your team. Uh, we've seen the Packers obviously hit the reset button at the wide receiver position, and this draft does offer them an opportunity, especially with the premium picks they have both on day one and day two, to start replenishing the stock, as it were, with some cheap labor. And now here's the thing that I do think you know, I, if you missed my chat with Peter Bukowski yesterday, be sure to check that out here on the channel. Talked about the draft, the positioning, where they are, where they stand, both from a roster perspective and, you know, value-wise, will this be the year they take a wide receiver in the first round, et cetera. And I will say, while I still would not be surprised if they come out of day one without a wide receiver, the one thing that does kind of push them towards maybe making that decision, and as, as you're intimating here, that fifth year of control, you've got these guys, if you take them in the first round, 
you know, you've got them locked up for a considerable amount of time on if you hit on the selection and it is a talented guy, a comparatively insanely cheap deal relative to, you know, some of these superstars that we've now seen get paid over the course of this offseason. And I'm not saying like, obviously, you got to hit on the pick. And there's no way that some whoever is coming in there and becoming Devante, Stefan Diggs. That's not the point. The idea of getting cheap labor that you can control for up to five years and you're going to get production out of the guy. No, he's not going to be a bonafide number one the moment he steps on the field. But, you know, your ability there to kind of you know, get something under the market value is pretty significant. Um, and I also think, you know, that does lend itself to the possibility of people looking to trade up at, to, you know, to get that 28th pick. And the Packers possibly trading down, you know, dropping into the second round after making their selection at 22. Uh, to get a few more picks, maybe a pick in the second round, next year in the third, um, you know, and fill a couple of holes, whether it's, you know, edge rusher, whether it's safety, wide receiver again. Um, but yeah, the, that fifth-year option probably kind of weighs a little bit more this year because of what we're seeing, you know, wide receiver-wise around the league. Luke, thanks for the super chat. Good morning, Nags. If you can only watch one Packer game from the past, which one would it be? Only one? It's hard to beat that Monday nighter against Washington. It's really hard to beat it. Um, That's in the conversation. Obviously, the Super Bowls are in the conversation. Um, Divisional win over the Falcons is in the conversation. I don't know, man. That's a really, really hard question. I don't, I don't know. It is, um, yeah, those are all, those are the tops, right? I mean, I'm sure there's a ton more, but those, those are the ones that leap to mind. What else we got here, folks? Marshall, thanks for the super chat. Chances we draft a running back with one of those seconds. The Packers love to stay ahead of the curve, possible Aaron Jones departure, or am I one draft too early? I think some of it would be dependent on where they feel Kylan Hill is in his recovery. Um, because I do think they found something there. He definitely looked like a player last summer. And it really sucks, obviously, that he got injured the way he did. But if he comes back and is showing no signs of kind of, you know, his ability, is he's able to pick up where he left off, I think they, they've got their one-two punch in Dylan and Hill if and when it's time to move on from Aaron Jones. But um, I think to that point, I think the second round would be a surprise, although A.J. Dillon was a surprise in the second round. Um, I do suspect they take somebody probably on day three, um, if not early, but probably, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round, maybe an undrafted free agent. I do think you'll see a running back added in some capacity over draft weekend. That would not surprise me at all. Uh, I can watch Favre after his dad passed away against the Raiders forever. That's a really good one. Good call. That was an amazing game. Just the way the receivers went up and got it, whether it's Wesley Walls in the end zone, Javon Walker, um, Robert Ferguson, everybody had just an amazing catch in that game, kind of like as a testament to Brett and what he was going through. Uh, yeah, that game was incredible. And Amon Green and Tony Fisher were ridiculous in that game as well. Uh Travis, that's a really fun question. Random question. I've always wondered how journalists and announcers can actually see the game and its nuances from the press box. Just binoculars? 
It depends on the guy. Uh, A lot of color commentators on television have what they call a spotter, a guy who's doing exactly that, looking at things through binoculars and watching certain aspects of the game. Um, uh, Robinson, the coach for the Rams, he was John Madden's spotter forever. Um, But now with technology, guys do have access to feeds, uh, at least the television people. The journalists, like the writers and things in the press box, uh, the people that I sat with when I was on the beat, um, yeah, you're just watching the game from the press box. Some people do bring binoculars to try and get a better view at certain times, certain important plays, like if you're trying to watch a line play or what have you. Depends on what your angle is, right? Um, but for the most part, yeah, you're just sitting up there kind of watching, watching live all 22, which I loved. I like some people um, I know kind of found it annoying. And then what inevitably happens is there's a play. You see like the safety rotation. And you'll hear people sometimes, oh, he's got him. Or something. It's usually like a, a homer television or radio person because you're not supposed to do that in the press box. But then inevitably the cha- the the play will end, and then the entire you watch the entire place goes like this because they're all looking at the television for a replay. Um, so yeah, but the te- the TV people have more access to kind of feeds and like live feeds on monitors in front of them, but they still use binoculars and do things like that. But certainly. Uh, is one of the ways people get closer views. Dave, thanks for the super chat. I consume hours of Packers content daily, all off season. Seems like a problem. A problem? Seems like you're living your best life, Dave. I see no issues here. Carry on. Callum, how are you? Hope you're doing well. What's the likelihood of getting Dylan on this off R? Not quite sure who you're talking about there, Callum. Sorry, buddy. AJ Dillon on what's the likelihood of getting Dillon on this off R? I'm not quite sure what you're asking, buddy. Can you rephrase it? Thank you. <laughs> what do I make, Brian? What do I make of Leroy Butler's wide receiver tweet? In case you missed it, for anybody who's not on Twitter, uh, Leroy did stir the pot a little bit, saying, um, I'm paraphrasing, like, you never know who it might be. There could be someone there after at wide receiver who you never would have thought was available, dot, dot, dot. I think he's just stirring the pot. That's all. I don't pay too much attention to it. I love Leroy Butler. You guys know this. But I don't think he's got some inside source telling him anything. Although maybe he does. We'll find out. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy, we got to get new refs this year. Eh, ain't going to happen. And look, man – as horrible as the rest can be and as inconsistent as NFL officiating certainly is, all you got to do is watch the NBA for like five minutes to know how much better the NFL has gotten things in that regard. I mean, yes, the NFL stuff is excruciating at times and it can cause you to pull your hair out and break your television. And I get all that, but man, they do not affect the flow of the game and even the outcomes of games the way they do in the NBA. Like it's not, it's night and day to me. Night and day. I mean, baseball is like getting to that point too with some of these umpires and their horrible strike zones, but still nothing touches the NBA. Not even close. Now that said, I totally feel you, but you know, the refs have a union and they re-signed that deal a couple years ago and they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Butler is totally coming back to the pack. Grant, he's coming out of retirement? I'm in. Uh, You, what you, what? Uh, Jake, what's the better fix short-term, draft a wide receiver or a free agent? Jake, 
Yes. I suspect they will probably sign someone either just before or just after the draft in free agency, either somebody who wants to catch on before teams stock their, um, their rosters and their depth charts, or somebody who is on a team that drafts a wide receiver or two and then cuts them. Um, I think either one of those scenarios is a distinct possibility. Um, but I certainly do think they'll be drafting at least one, if not two wide receivers in this draft. I'd be absolutely shocked. Uh, would having the referees be full-time pay professionals change the calls to the better? Dennis, you know, that's been an argument forever. I doubt it. I mean, I know a lot of these guys are part-timers and they do have other professions, et cetera, but they still are dedicated to their craft for the most part. And they do work at it extremely hard, regardless of their full-time or part-time status. Um, I think that would make a lot of people feel better in the short term, but I don't think it would change much overall. I mean, for the most part, again, these guys do a pretty phenomenal job. Uh, They certainly get stuff wrong. And when it is wrong, it gets blown up and talked about. And the worst part is when it comes at the end of games, the Super Bowl being a perfect example where let them play for most of the game. And then you have that really horrible pass interference call that basically resets that uh, red zone opportunity for the Rams. You know, like that's the shit that drives you nuts. But for the most part, the majority of the calls, they get it right. And sometimes it's pretty fucking amazing that they get so much right in real time, considering the athletes they're being asked to adjudicate at the speed of which they're, you know, the, the action is bang, bang, and so physical and so fast. And most of the time they get it right. That blows my mind. Um, so, yeah, I, like, I totally get it. I absolutely get the narrative. But again, comparatively, especially to the other major sports, the NFL is the best of a bad lot. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> no, Travis, no hot date later. Just uh, felt like wearing a blazer. You guys got a problem with my blazer? Just, uh, you know, came into work, Manhattan, wearing a blazer. That's all. I threw my hat on for the chat because, you know, got to represent. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I'm sorry. I have to cut it short today. I do have to get going, but thank you so much for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And again, last day to get the pre-sale price of the Cheesehead TV draft guide. Do it today. Cheeseheadtv.com. The link is there on the right side of the homepage. I'll put it in the description of this video. Do it, people. You want it. You know it. You need it. You love it. You learn it. And then you get to the draft and go, wait a second. None of this uh, uh, meant anything in the sense of Brian Gutekunst loving certain people in the draft. But we love to give you all of the content you need in a way that the draft industrial complex does not. That's what we want to do, people. So do it. Get that draft guide. Today is the last day to get the pre-sale price. Um, Please, please, please do me a monster favorite. Hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends. Tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.